0: The following is a recording of a recording because we had technical difficulties in the FN universe. This is Woman's Month and we joined the conversation already in progress. Please excuse any technical difficulties. Peace to the universe. We are live on Zoom, and for some reason, our anchor app is not working tonight. And uh, it is 3 17 a.m. We are 17 minutes beyond the time that we usually come on. And uh, we usually come on an hour earlier in some cases. But it's getting hot outside, brothers. 81 degrees. Wow, and you
1: guys
0: just had snow. Right. right <laughs> exactly. I don't think it's been a month yet. Wow, it's crazy. It, it dropped down to 48 for the nighttime, it'll be back up to 61 tomorrow. But today was a record breaker. I don't know if it broke any um, um weather records, but it, it certainly was um, a sleeveless I had on a black uh, wife beater. And my light ass at one forty-five. Oh wow! Uh, and all the way through college, I, I um used to fasten myself uh, behind this thing I used to call a thirty-minute, you know, a, a, a thirty-minute workout or a thirty-minute
2: knockout. Like, I <laughs> knew
1: anybody, that, you
2: know
1: to put their hands with me, you know, because I was going, I was, I was a woman for 30 minutes. People. Well, you know what? I, I don't know that I see
2: it as tra- traps.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I think I see it as, um, I don't know if I see it as a trap. Maybe, maybe trap is the right word. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that I see it uh, um, as traps. I, but what I do see it as, mm-hmm. is, is, is not knowing. Right. You just don't know. Right. Right. And and so from a psychological perspective, right? When I first started studying uh Floyd and Eric Erick, mm-hmm. and, and, and I was looking at you know the way that they view psychological development mm-hmm. I was like, Wow, if I had known that growing up, mm-hmm. man, I, you know, like like I would not have gotten stuck at certain stages in my life. Mm-hmm. But um, but, but now understanding that it helps me to understand how people get stuck, but now I have a problem and, um, their friends and their family bring them together to help them address their problem or whatever. She said, and she was trying to figure out the name and I said, I said, what are you talking about? And she said, uh, I, so I said, you, you talking about an intervention? And she said, yeah, intervention. And I said, well who, are I said, well who you know that needs an intervention? And she said, you. I said, me. <laughs> you know, you know, I, 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 I get you now. And so, I'm, I'm saying let me go back to your point in that I think what happens a lot of times is, you, or at least for me, what I realize, and, and I think I have, I have somewhat of an advantage in that I work uh, you know, and what I do for a living is, is I study the psychological development of people. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing. But, but I didn't always have that skill That Um, that was something that I had to obtain. But what I realized is that, like, adults and children are two different worlds. That's two different dynamics. Right? And a lot of times, parents become very frustrated with their children because they are constantly trying to teach their children to listen to them and to give them advice. And parents are constantly thinking about the mistakes that they made and they're constantly trying to give it to their children. But what, they, what they're missing is their children can't internalize that like adults. And adults
2: don't understand that. So what happens is the adult becomes frustrated with the child
1: and the child becomes frustrated with the adult. Thus, creating a gap and if nothing happens to facilitate that gap it continues to get bigger and the child and the parent starts to have more and more of a disconnect wow they start to have more and more of a disconnect then what, what what happens is they never reconnect
0: wow that is very profound And I think that's what happened to me and my daughter. Interestingly enough, um, you and one other person, I think you met them once, had the same type of um, dysfunctional experience as a child, but turned out to be amazing parents. Um, This person that I'm referring to, has two sons, she has three sons all together. Two of them are already, one is um, in college playing for um, collegiate level football and the other one is on his way to college and he's been accepted for uh, athletic scholarship in Boulder, Colorado this time, and we, referring to, has two sons. She has three sons.
1: Then what, what What? happens is they never reconnect.
0: Wow. That is very profound. And I think that's what happened to me and my, people were innocently shot. By E It'll only give us like 42 to 45 minutes But um, We'll continue the conversation in Zoom And we'll figure out what happened With Anchor next week Um Darkness falls Across the land The midnight hour is close At hand And though you fight to stay alive your body starts to shiver. For no mere mortal can resist the evil of the thriller. That is the thing that we face in America because another shooting, mass shooting, has occurred here in Boulder, Colorado this time, and we. Although, it's not our people this time. They were uh, all white people. But we are not animals here. And um, we don't want to see the suffering of anyone. 10 people were innocently shot by a white male claiming to be Muslim. Um, in Boulder, Colorado, he took off all his clothes except for his underwear and surrendered. Into police custody without incident after shooting up, I guess that was a Walmart or some shopping center mall that he shot up, killed 10 people. A moment of uh, reflection and your thoughts, if any.
1: I I am vaguely familiar with, with that story, um, but uh, again, um, you know I don't know enough about that story to really speak intelligently about it. Mm-hmm. I, I I have seen briefings about it on the news, mm-hmm. um, but it, it from what I see or what I have or what what I what I have saw, mm-hmm. and it seems very it seems very calculated. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I I don't know if the guy is in fact a Muslim, um, but it seemed, but it seemed very calculating. Um, it seemed like there was some, uh, um, what's the word I want
2: to use? It seemed, um, what's the word, uh, pre-exemptive or, um, it, mm-hmm. it, it seemed calculated, it seemed manufactured. It,
1: um uh what's what what's the word um that we use when premeditated. That's the word look for it seemed premeditated. Mm-hmm. So the fact the fact that he took off all his clothes, mm-hmm. he wanted um to make sure that he was demonstrating that he, he wasn't armed anymore, that he was willing to surrender, you know, after he had um accomplish his goal of killing people that he wanted to you know be taken in and not be you know killed um, that thing um, calculated to me. that thing
2: premeditated to me I um, thought but so again, too. I don't yeah but but again I don't know all the details of that um, but
1: it, it it what it seems to me is that that guy had every intent of killing as many people as he could get
0: out of the tragedy of the um, September 11th um, um, taught uh, terrorism which was um, radicalism radicalism Um, because he certainly didn't fit the description of um, a Middle Eastern or African Muslim he was he could blend right in with the uh, the people of uh Colorado with no problem he was like a uh, uh, heavy-set white jesus that's uh, that's way he looked just like that uh he didn't look middle eastern uh, not that that's that um a description or stereotype but um he certainly wasn't from okay. the middle east I just want to be clear in, in
1: saying that um, when I hear people use the word radical, or ra- radicalism, um, and how they associate that with Islam, right, there's nothing in, in the Quran and there's nothing in Islam that talks about radicalism or being radicalized. That's that is separate in and of itself of, of Islam, and it's separate in in and of itself of being a Muslim. You being radicalized or whatever, you know, a radicalism it's not Muslim. That's its own terminology in and of itself. That is you correct, have in so. fact you you have in fact deviated from the teachings of of Islam when you quote unquote become radicalized, you know, or accept radicalism. That is no longer Islam because Islam, there is no compulsion in Islam that is correct so the fact so the religion teaches that there's no proportion in Islam. so in fact if you say that you have been
0: radicalized you have been back these Islam. that is correct that is indeed correct and and that's why um i have always said that the, the people that killed malcolm were not muslims nor were they part of the nation of Islam. That's not in our protocol either way. But um, I digress on the subject. Um, I um, hope justice will be served in this case, this matter. And uh, it's a tragedy despite whatever we uncover, And hopefully, there is some type of healing for the families. Yeah,
1: yeah, indeed. And and I want to say to any person that's listening or they may listen, when when you see or when you hear about mass killing and a person um, is allegedly uh, claiming to be Muslim, I just want to say that that person is is in fact a deviant. Hmm. islam is, is in fact a deviant of being a muslim hmm. they, they are not muslims and they are not followers of the religion of islam because that's not what the
0: religion of islam teaches at all hmm. indeed brother you said it um we're back to well, last week we spoke about the 1619 project versus the 1776 project And we went into the beginning of slavery and uh, how it impacted um, black life. And um, particularly that of the women, since we are in the month of women, or dedication to women, according to the United States calendar. And uh, I'd like to continue that theme not only in the 1600s, but in the course of women's studies and women's um, devotional or tribute for the month of March. And I found something that I've always been impacted upon in such a horrific way, the Salem witch trials that took place February 1692 to May 1693 more than 200 people were accused of witch craft 30 were found guilty 19 of whom were executed by hanging 14 women and five men this is the sale in witch trials were a series of hearings and prosecution of people accused of witchcraft Witchcraft in colonial Massachusetts Um, The reason I bring this up brother and try and connect it to our um, discussion and to black power thinking Is that there were a bunch of sick people. There were a bunch of radicalized people or people um, Like you said for lack of a better term radicalism Is not associated with Islam or anything that would be beneficial. But what happens is we get indoctrinated. Um, Like in the Jim Jones uh, case in Guyana, we get indoctrinated into what we think is right. But if you need to know anything, once you think that your right gives you an entitlement to kill people, Like in slavery, like in these witch trials, like in anything, like in the incident that we just discussed in Boulder, Colorado. Once you think that your rightism or your correctness is an entitlement to kill people, you've gone way past anything that you say that you're a part of that is supposed to be helping people.
1: Uh, it, 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 you know, the same way with police officers. Hmm. The same way with, with, with Vermont Arbery. The same way with George uh, Floyd.
0: Amen, brother. You know, you know uh, whether you you know, are community aggressor
1: or a police officer, I mean, the, the same ideology. You know, if, if you're saying you're a police officer, so you have the right to do XYZ or, you know, or you are community aggressor or whatever, well, you're protecting your community and you kill a
0: person you know you are no longer a police officer you're no longer a community activist you are a murderer Hmm. and you should be in jail absolutely um so what happened in these witch trials this is so-called um i think a, a part of it had to do with religion in this case christianity and um, part of it had to do with obeying the laws of the land, which was the 13 colonies, and this was in Massachusetts. Um, somehow, these so-called principles became uh, an excuse to kill people. That's why there's a moratorium right now in the United States on executions as a penalty for a crime. No matter how heinous the crime, we have come to some type of impasse where there are certain people that want people to be killed for criminal acts. And maybe rightfully so, we can't, uh, especially with their families, we can't prejudge them or even judge them for anything that they feel is a sentiment but as a nation we have to come to some type of understanding that to kill a person that's a killer is not necessarily the way to achieve social justice and that is the part that we want to speak on black empowerment um way with people that think that they're right and think that they speak for organization. Any of these subjects that I just threw out there, brother, you can expound upon if you'd like. Um, well I, I
1: think I need to go back a little bit. Um what you just said, uh so just want to be clear. So you, you were just saying that um, in terms of social justice and people that do murderous or, you know, Henry things, whether or not they should be killed
0: or not? Right. Um. What do they call that in America? Um, what do they call it in criminal justice? Damn, it's escaping me right now. It's not executions, this is a word for it. The death penalty. That's what I'm thinking of. There's a moratorium on the death penalty, meaning that Congress has said that um, until we figure out what we're doing and the purpose of what we're doing, we're going to halt. Now, p- places like Texas has. Um, kept the moratorium uh-huh. for for a couple of years but now they're back to executing people. I was
1: about to say I I, I wasn't familiar with that at all because I know right for uh uh Trump that office there there were like right. three three or four different right. executions that
0: took place. Right. The moratorium so, was broken by Pro, uh George Bush, President George Bush, the second one. You the know. second Bush administration. Um, restarted the uh, death penalty. Um, There was a moratorium while, um, um, what was his name? Um, President Carter and I think President Reagan somewhat, and certainly with um, Bill Clinton, there was a moratorium on um, death penalty cases. Meaning that Uh, they postponed...
1: And you you say your position on that is
0: what? I don't have a position. I'm just saying what caused the people to say, let's uh, rethink the death penalty, or at least have a discussion on it. That was was the meaning of a moratorium. We're going to have a debate in Congress on whether killing a person that kills makes us a killer or a revengeful society rather than a society, a society that seeks social justice. Because if we work on the whims of our emotion, like the, maybe the family of a person that, that's been killed should think, hey, I want to kill this person that killed a pa- family member. But we as a society should say, hey... Leave that to a higher power, what we will do is make mm. sure that this person doesn't get out of prison as a nation mm. now, I don't know if there's wow. a right or wrong to it, but I just wanted to start the conversation wow so I, that's a good
1: question, I and I don't know if I want to try to tackle that from a psychological <laughs> perspective or if I want to try to tackle that from a, a personal perspective if I look at it from a psychological perspective, um, and, and what I do for a living, then I would have to look at the, the I would have to look at the ethical um, right, uh, the, the ethical codes that we follow. Yes, sir. Right, and so that's different. So I feel two ways about that because if if I was going to look at the ethical, um, the the ethical ACA code codes about uh ethical violations i may feel obligated to feel one way or at least to uh um, mm-hmm. um that way but from a personal perspective i i feel different the way, and the reason why i'm saying that is because um so if you if so it so if you're looking at it from like a Quranic perspective
2: mm-hmm or biblical perspective, then the Bible says, and I, when I two
1: for two, mm-hmm. right?
2: So that means that and okay. So that means that not for not two for two me, you kill my
1: love when I kill, I kill yours, mm-hmm. you know? And if it was from, or me, I killed two I of yours <laughs> right?
2: according uh, to the Mosaic uh, law. Uh, right, right. And so, so from a religious perspective,
1: you, you would definitely, if someone that was a murderer, he would definitely be murdered from a religious perspective. Now, from an ethical perspective, it becomes really, really tricky, right, to me. Because, like, someone might say a person who uh, commits uh, abortion is a murderer, and so that person should be murdered and then there's a there's, there's another one um there's, there's another story in social psychology um that there's a a, a story they use i think it's called a the hind story and in the high story they talk about this guy his wife was very sick she was about to die and there was only one medication that was um that would heal her. But the medication cost I don't know, uh two thousand or more dollars. Right? And the guy did the, the, the husband did not have enough money um to pay for the medication. But either the wife got the medication or she was going to die. And so the guy came back and tried to negotiate with the doctor, and say, "Well, I can only get half of, you know, of the money. Can you please save my wife?" And the doctor was like, "No, I need all the money." Mm-hmm. And so, what ended up happening in, in this experiment was the guy ended up stealing the medication to save his wife. Right. So the question then becomes uh, morally so uh maybe i was in Coburn. i think maybe i was in colbert
0: maybe it was an associate. maybe it was in colbert there's a so movie so john q that was about that there is a movie john q it's something very similar to that uh Denzel. And so, um yeah but then. and so the question becomes where
1: what so it so what i do for a living it, it so it is immoral it's immoral it's, it's not in social it's immoral it, um in what we study in in moral um, psychology so on the moral level of psychology where does this guy fall in you know it was morally wrong and that's what they would ask us on an exam mm. is um, where does this guy sit on the moral compass you know in being wrong You know, because he wanted his wife to live, so he stole the medication. Was he wrong? That he deserve to go to jail? Was he wrong? You know, um, and and so therein lies kind of the question, too, that that I see you, you asking me, and I'm, so I went from a personal perspective and now to a professional perspective, and my professional perspective becomes complicated because, um, because it becomes intertwined to me with my profession
2: and my personal life hmm. and I don't know um,
1: I mean I cause I could give you two different answers I can give you a professional answer and then I can give you a personal answer yes sir because I'm gonna tell you if a, someone killed my loved one I would probably want them to be killed also right Well, I don't
0: agree with the death penalty. I, 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 I almost do agree with street law. Yes, sir. And uh, we are at the three fifty-nine minute mark in DF Universe. We're at four a.m. Eastern Standard Time. You have just heard one conversation in black power thinking um we're going to take a break i'm going to reset ig and reset zoom and we'll be back in give me 2 to 3 minutes brother to reset up and uh we'll continue our dedication to women um I think I wanted to talk about the uh, nineteen nineteen voting. Um also about um not nineteen nineteen voting. I'm sorry. The nineteenth amendment, which I'm not familiar with, but uh, I'm just gonna read the opening to that. Uh also wanted to talk about um vagina power. I think I think
1: yeah so the nineteenth amendment is' is an amendment
0: that gave the right to vote right exactly yeah. and uh vagina power because what happened in in the the, the witches trial um somehow the authority or uh, uh, this new nation forming in these sixteen thirteen colonies started feeling that they were being manipulated by women and although women didn't have the physical power they were somehow manipulating this newly formed uh, conglomerate of colonies in this colon- uh, colonization and um they sought to Or they, uh, stop this sinister or what they conceived to be evil by burning women alive or having these trials to see if they were guilty of witchcraft so that's the association with uh, vagina power and um we'll be right back after these messages Peace. Welcome,
2: universe.
1: Peace. The peace of the God. Goodbye.
2: Oh,
1: it's almost like following um uh, <laughs> Steve Harvey in, in Steve Harvey. Um, but act like a woman aware of that, that ideology. <clears throat> i was saying, who the heck was listening? To that Steve Harvey doesn't have any credentials in terms of being a relationship expert. Why would a woman follow him? But, but she, my wife was arguing with me, like right? you know, women are looking for the secret to, to why men do x, y, z, mm-hmm. and I was saying that's the. So I was saying, to, I was saying. That's the dumbest thing ever, because it seems like you women would have learned that th- that these men are praying when your you're even to are taking advantage of you.
2: You would have learned from that, because the reality is men cheat for the same reason women
1: cheat. There's no secret. It's, it's not a secret, but you, but. For some reason or another, you are buying into the ideology
2: that there's this secret to why men cheat. <clears throat> so, people like Steve Harvey and this other guy, these other guys, are trying to tell you these
1: secrets when there really isn't a secret. <clears throat> but you, but, but you are buying into there's a secret. So you're buying this book, you're buying, you know, you're following these people. And I, but what I didn't know, what I thought about later is wow. She may have been one of those people that have bought into Mm -hmm. this ideology of thinking that if you listen to this man tell you about men, that you're gonna get some insight. Mm -hmm. And I was saying, but real men know that's the dumbest thing ever. Mm -hmm. Because real, because men know that every man is different. Mm -hmm. So if
2: you're gonna, so if you listen to you or you listen to me, your perspective of talking about men
1: is going to be different from my perspective about talking about men because we're two different men and so no one man can tell you about men he can only tell you about him but the dumbness about women is you're listening to one man tell you about men and he's an absolute idiot because he's only telling you from his perspective he can't talk to you really about men he can only talk to you about him You know, he doesn't. He can't talk to you about all men, because all men are very different. And it's almost as dumb as me saying, "Well, I talked to my girlfriend about women." That's the dumbest perspective ever. Because my girlfriend, I don't have a girlfriend. Not a but I'm just if I had a girlfriend. But having a conversation with one woman about all women is the dumbest thing ever because a one woman can't tell me about women. And if I'm a, if I'm a dumb enough man to think that because I have a as a friend that now understands women, that's the dumbest thing ever. And so what I was trying to articulate and explain to her was, I was stupid about women. If they're listening to one man, one man can to explain all men. That's the dumbest thing ever to me. One man can't explain all men. We're all
0: like night and with different creatures. We are differently. That is correct. Um, one of the things that we um, discussed on this show is the potential for a conversation to go awry quickly and um, how a discussion turns into a debate, debate turns into an argument. And there's nothing that can be taken from it, so I agree with you that we don't have the um, the um the voice for women, nor do we speak for it, but that doesn't make us um incapable of having a discussion um So I agree with you on the point of um, perspectives. What I wanted to talk about is the fact that women, from a male's perspective, let's keep that in, in order. This is a male's perspective on how women get their power. They lack power. This is not all men think this way. Just uh, something to put out there so that we stay on, on the subject of um, these witch trials. Because I'm trying to figure out what happened to make men think that in order to, that they were being manipulated to the point that they were going to do a mass killing. Just like uh, this guy that claims to be Muslim that shot 10 people in Boulder, Colorado. What brings a man to the point where he's threatened, man or woman, where he's threatened to the point that something is so evil that it must be killed? And uh, since this is Women's History Month, one of the significant things that happened to women happened here, ironically, uh, not coincidentally, right here in America, in these thirteen colonies, right along with slavery, was this um, mass hunt f- against women. The misogyny of the thirteen colonies came out and manifested in mass murder, and that is what I wanted. I wanted to discuss. It's um. It's certainly fine to discuss any aspect of it that reached you or touched your heart. I just wanted to know is there something, is there a reality to vagina power that women are somehow physically not equal to men, but they do have the power of seduction and they use that to their advantage? Sex appeal. We even talked about um, women empowering themselves through being intentionally slut. Is there any thing that um, um, interests you in terms of a discussion on that?
1: um that that's always been the case. I think that always will will be the case. But um unfortunately unfortunately, unfortunately, um, you know, I, I grew up a street guy mm-hmm. and so growing up in the street, um, the streets taught me differently in terms of um how to relate to women. So I am um not so much of a victim of, of the pajama and in fact i think that i'm more of a nip- i'm more of a manipulator of that but i think that um when men don't know who they are they are taking advantage of a manipulated and manipulated uh, by the persona and you know i i see that as a weakness in in in, in men and it's hard for me. Um, it is uh, okay. So I just okay. I, I want to just be kind of clear in what I'm saying. Um, or I want to be careful about what I'm saying. Yes, sir. But um, the the, the streets out of me where where I grew up, I it makes me do men that become pussy whipped as weak men and i see myself as a person that you know there's there's no woman or pussy in the world i feel like that could whoop me but i've seen that that happens with a lot of men particularly men that don't have a lot of experience or men that feel a certain way about women um you know, I think I, I tend to fall on the side of the the pimps and the players, <laughs> and so I
2: I I view women a different way, or I have viewed them a different way, or I have experienced them a different
1: way. So, it, if a woman's vagina is the biggest thing or the best thing that she has to offer me, she's brought two and wounds with me. <laughs> if, if if her vagina is the best that she has to offer. She's she's probably gonna lose with me. That's not a that's not a winning tool for me. You know, I I've had you know a lot of things you know with women in my life. Um, A woman trying to use her vagina skill, you know, to manipulate me is is probably not going to work. You know, and I'm probably gonna hear a joke, and I'm gonna take her as a joke. I'm gonna play her, you know, accordingly. so she's gonna need something outside of the pajamas for me. But I think for most men that, that that is a situation. And I think that that has been the destruction of a lot of men, or at least most men, because they have fallen victim to vagina envy or just pajama uh control. And I think a lot of women have controlled their relationship based on the vagina. Um, in fact there was a whole movement I can't, even remember. I can't remember the name of them but um, there was a thing in Africa where women there was a war that was taking place when the women in Africa was um, uh, going to restrain from having sex with their men so that the war would stop and so that big volume in terms of the control that women had um, or have or have had you know, on men. Um, and then, I think they, I as some place are sometimes relatively, um, in relative history, in, in America, where they were telling women that, you know, um refrain from sex, and that will give you more control over your man. Um, I disagree, I disagree with that, Um that ideology, you know, you know um, that's not gonna work for
2: me, but it, it might work for a lot of men. But it's
0: not work for me. That's an interesting response because um, it puts men in two, two categories. The one is a cent, and the other is a alpha male. Um, for lack of a better terminology or categorization, um, one is going to be um, touting this is a goddess. She should be worshipped. He's a simp. One is going to be like, you better be able to put her in a place, let her have her freedom, but you better not let her walk over you. That is considered alpha male. At least from a female's perspective, that type of categorization is um, what they call how misogyny works. Or or, um, at least from... What they um the paradigm of women's empowerment, from my perspective, is all about that there are some men that have this misogynistic um, what's the uh, patriarchy that's causing women to be hurt like in the in the witch trials like in the rapes and like in the um marginalization in society that type of thinking your thoughts
1: yeah but i don't know um i you
2: know i, I don't want to um, <laughs> see yes um, sir so, uh, but they want to
0: hear the real, and this this is what if you want to hear the real, this is the real. Let's keep it real.
1: Yeah, but it, it, it's real, but it's real relative to my perspective. If, if I'm the one to talk, I'm the one that's talking So, um, listen, um, I I I man, I don't want to truly have any woman's experience as it relates to being abused or taken advantage of, you know, as it relates to men. I don't want to trivialize that at all. Um, but I think there's a lot of power in women and no, there's a lot of power in women now with the whole Me Too movement. Um, and I'm going to trivialize things that I think that might be exaggerated, but I, I think there's some things that are exaggerated. I, I think it's a hell of a situation to put a man in and and, you know, um, for a man to see a relationship one way and a woman to see it another way, I, I it, it's very difficult for um, a man to feel like, you know, he's going to have a one-night stand or they're having a one-night stand and it's agreeable. And then the woman, to be agreeable at one point and then change her mind at another point, I think that that's a very difficult situation to to put someone in, um, and, you know, another argument that I, that I constantly have probably with my wife, um, -hmm. you you know, in that, I feel like a woman should have the right to, I feel like, and I think my wife feels right, a woman should have the right to dress like she wants to dress, but I think the disagreement becomes in, um, You could dress the way you want to dress, but what you don't control is a response to people that see you dress the way you dress. And so my wife will make the argument that a woman can dress the way she wants to dress and nobody should be able to touch her or nobody should be able to say anything, you know, to her based on the way she dresses. I disagree wholeheartedly. I think if you dress like a slut, uh, you know, or you dress like a whatever it is, you know, you dress, you know, verbatim, I think you don't, you don't have the right to control what another person is going to say or think about you. You can think whatever you want to think about you. You can think that you have the right to do it, and you do, but what you don't control is the way another person thinks or the way another person might behave. Another person doesn't control, um, you, you don't. You can dress the way you want to dress. You can all, all, all that stuff. But what you don't, what you're not able able to control, is the way another person might respond to it. So do what you want to do, but know that you're doing it, doing it, and you don't control that. And so that that's the imbalance of that to me, as relates to men So uh, even Same with a dude If a dude wants to dress For backhand or look gay Or not act gay Or you know look Like a stripper or whatever He doesn't control
0: the way The audience is going to respond to that Um I think that's all I want to say about that Yes sir Um Do you find that that men that may want to support the thinking or mindset of a woman that says that they have those rights do you find those type of men personally to be simps simps a sucker for love ass niggas
1: You know, I, I don't know what I I, I don't find it to really be anything. It's just they're their only pick. And, and because that and they just support what they are. And then I know people men that support women issues for their own personal gain. Uh, so I, I I don't know. I think it, I, it's I think it's contingent upon the man.
0: Did you ever hear of the um story of Jesus when the um his opposition asked him, why are you hanging out with these hoes? Um, he was hanging Jesus was hanging with um Mary Magdalene and her crew and they were um supposedly women of um the night in in those times and the religious people of the community were like, how are you claiming to be the son of God and you hang with these hoes? Are you familiar with his response to them? Uh, Yeah. Um, We may have to take a break and come back. Need like five minutes to recharge. There you, go. you need like five minutes to recharge your earpods. Uh, I don't know how long it going to
1: recharge.
0: Um, we are. But, uh, can, can you? Yeah, we may have to end the podcast early. It's already five eleven, brother. All right. Yeah, uh, we may come
1: revisit
0: this uh, tomorrow. Yes, sir. But just just write this topic down and we'll come back to it. Yes, sir. Um, we'd like to thank the IG audience for joining in on this topic. And um, the Zoom audience, uh, I got to figure out how to get this audio transferred to Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Uh, we'd like to thank you all for joining us and lending your ear and your thoughts to the conversation. Um, we'll see you tomorrow night, brother, when we plan to take over the world again with these Black Power thoughts. Well, Inshallah. Inshallah. Peace. Podcast.